Hi there, Dr. Robin. Well, hi there, Reverend Anna Galladay. How are you today on this New Year's Day? Oh, you know, it's chilly but lovely and sunny in Nashville. What about in Chattanooga? It's the same down here, chilly and sunny, which is a nice way to start the year. It is. 2019 was a bit of a dumpster fire. Yes, yes. So what are we doing today? Oh my gosh. So everyone has been anxiously awaiting the announcement of what is next for us. Yeah. And ta-da, this is it. This is we it. We are starting the Activist Theology Podcast. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. This is crazy. It is, but a little bit of a twist of an arm is fun, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's a, it's apparently much more fun for you than it is for me. I'm just kidding. I'm super excited. Um, I love the fact that we're going to attempt to pull this off. Yeah. I think that we have um, such um, amazing people in the world doing the work of activist theology. And I think that this conversation will allow them to kind of continue to figure out how to do this work in real time. Yeah. And the great thing is, is that we get to take our show that we only really do once a year at Wild Goose and we get to do it on a more frequent basis. It's exciting. I'm really excited. Yeah. So we talked, uh, we've talked a lot about what this podcast is going to be all about. And this acts as a bit of a teaser for folks, an introduction, if you will. Um, when it all comes down to it, the Activist Theology podcast is a conversation, um, a conversation that won't just happen between you and I, but may include other guests at times. Right. And the whole premise of this is that we want this podcast to be fueled by analysis and activism, both things at the same time, analysis and activism, all in the pursuit of getting our hands dirty to achieve social healing. Yeah. So how do we move into the world and through the world and get our hands dirty so that we can be the people that the world most needs. And for those of us like me who are Christians, be the people who we claim uh, to be as followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that we're both inspired by Delta Ray, who is who has written that that lyric um, about getting your hands dirty. But when I was in college, I attended a Bible study in Abilene, Texas called Grace Bible Study. And over 2,000 college students from the Abilene metro area attended this Bible study. And the preacher at the time that I was there, a friend of mine, Matt Chandler, who is much more conservative than I, but I want to believe that bridging radical difference isn't just bridging right and left or conservative liberal, but um, it, it is this work about getting our hands dirty. And so I first heard that phrase, let's get our hands dirty, or how do we get our hands dirty from Matt? And, you know, if you follow some of the evangelical um, church plant stuff, you, you might be familiar with who Matt Chandler is. And certainly Matt is um, – a, a friend of mine and a colleague of mine, um, but Matt is not affirming of of a queer identity or a trans identity, um, and so I I want to I want to balance the fact that um, 
my roots of getting our hands dirty has come from a very toxic theology. And, and when we talk about getting our hands dirty, it isn't about, um, I mean, it is about salvation in the sense that we need to be free from the bullshit, but it isn't getting our hands dirty and converting people into right dogma, which is really what Matt was preaching at the time. But the, the phrase getting our hands dirty really resonates with me and Brittany from Delta Ray, who I'm sure that we'll have on the podcast at some point, along with Eric and maybe some of the others um, who have written the song. Um, they really talk about getting their hands dirty with real life, with real people and, and about standing with one another and, I really hope that this podcast is a chance for us to stand shoulder to shoulder with people in conversation, in creating an analysis and creating the necessary bridges so that we can actually get, get to work and, and get free. I mean, I, I really want us in 2020 to vision the kind of world we want to see and really participate in the healing of the woundedness. I love that. I love that. I mean, our collective liberation is tied up with one another, right? We say that all the time. And if if we can't find ways to move and be in the world um, that both affirm the work that's necessary and work actively to destroy the structures of power that are limiting us, why, why even, why even be in the work? Mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, I, it reminds me and, and you know that I'm not one to necessarily go to the Bible for my answers. Um, but it reminds me of the scripture passage Good around thing I'm here then I know, right. <laughs> but it reminds me of the passage around, this is not a fight against flesh and blood, but about power and principalities. Mm. And You know, we do live in a world where it seems that there are spiritual forces that are causing such great unjustness or injustice. And, um, and I'm so glad that, that we have partnered together to do this work because even though we are radically different from one another, I know it's a big surprise. I know it's a big surprise. I know. I know it's 2020. Guess what? We're different from each other. Shocking. But I know that regardless of our difference, that there is an affinity for one another. There is a coalition with one another. And that really is about our, our collective liberation. And I feel so grateful to be in dialogue with you to, to do this work. And what better way to start 2020 than to launch a podcast on getting our hands dirty? Crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I hope that those that are listening to this little teaser are excited too. Um, just to give you all a little bit of a preview of kind of what you can expect. Um, one of the most important questions that Robin and I ask each other and ourselves, um, on a consistent basis is what is it right now that's breaking our heart? What is it that is causing us to not feel as full and open in the world as we would like it to to feel? And so I think, you know, we would like to start at least 
um, the beginning pieces of this new podcast, this activist theology podcast with that question. And so when we launch on January 16th, folks, which is, Oh my gosh, January. I know, January 16th. Right every, so every Thursday, beginning January 16th, um, you all will have the opportunity to listen to us, um, have some conversation around what it is that week that's breaking our hearts. And I think that that's a really great place to start. I think it's a wonderful way in which we can engage in both uh, what's happening in current events, as well as, you know, what we think, um, needs to be, um, on people's radar for, um, the, the coming, the coming times. And so I'm excited that that's the premise. I'm excited that that's how we're starting. Um, and I'm just excited to be doing this alongside you, friend. Yes. Well, I mean, since you brought up that question, what what's breaking your heart right now? Mm, so many things. I mean, today is the first day of January of 2020. And for those of you that don't know me, but will get to know me, I am a lifelong United Methodist. I am a denominational geek, if you will. Um, and today the United Methodist Church um, enacts or, or allows the recently voted on traditional plan to go into effect, which means that my queer kin in the United Methodist Church will be pursued with an even heightened level of vigor than they have in the past. Um, charges will be brought up. People will be um, outed. And uh, my heart is breaking knowing that today is the day that we have dreaded since the plan passed in February of 2019 and I'm uh, I'm committed more than ever to stand in the way of anyone that chooses to minimize or challenge the liberation of my friends who are people of Jesus. Mm. Gosh, that that really brings into focus the the violence that that is breaking my heart. Um, I can't imagine the the global violence against LGBTQ people that the United Methodist Church will enact. Um, what's breaking my heart today is what I call the greatest social violence, which is poverty and those who remain unhoused. Mm, yes. um, they're over. They're over. At, at least in Nashville. There are over 20,000 unhomed persons living in Nashville. Um, 8,000 of those 20,000 are youth. And it breaks my heart that we live in a world where people can't afford to get a home. And, you know, I've said this for since I was in seminary and my seminary teacher, which maybe she'll come on the show, she she once said, we're all just a paycheck away from being on the streets. And and I, you know, the older I get and the more in tune I get with what's happening in the world, the more I realize that few of us have a safety net. And probably 
most of us are just a paycheck away from being on the streets. And sure, some of us have family that we can go to, but I, I think about myself, um, a trans and queer person who doesn't really have bio family to, to lean on, um, necessarily. Um, I'm just a paycheck away from being on the streets. And so what's breaking my heart right now is, is the, the forces that create the unjust system of a lack of affordable housing and, and manifold problems of poverty. That's really what's breaking my heart. Power and privilege, right? I mean, we are, we are just kind of intertwined in this um, knot of power and privilege. And I, I know that, I know that that's where your heart sits right now. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about that more. Yeah. We're going to get to do that on the Activist yeah. Theology podcast, Robin. Yeah. Yes. Every week. Every week. <laughs> We're going to be doing this every week. I can't wait to hear from people to see what folks think about what we're doing. And really to, you know, the book, if, if y'all have read the book, Activist Theology, which came out on October 1st, 2019, last year now, um, you know that the that activist theology is more than just a thinking project. It is about getting our bodies into the work. And so um, I'm really excited to explore all the facets of activist theology and really build the discourse in a way that isn't owned by the academy and works in the hybrid spaces of church academy and movements and really – attempts to do the work of liberation. And I mean, I feel excited anytime we get to collaborate and I feel like now you get to boss me around on a podcast. So friends, that's the exciting news on January 16th, the activist theology podcast will be released into the world. We'll be chatting with you every Thursday, once a week. That's like right around the corner. I know it's so close, Um, but I'm really excited and I'm excited to do this work with you, Robin. I'm excited to engage with um, the people that are already doing activist theology work in the world. And I think this is going to be a really, really, really fun experience for all of us. Well, and let's just remember, I bring the beauty. And I bring the brains. And the boss. And the boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is gonna be good. I think that um as we lean into the work in this way and really build the discourse around activist theology, it would be really great to see a multiplicity of voices coming together to talk activist theology and really spread the good news about activist theology as part of the work of collective liberation. I'm excited. You're excited. We hope you all in the world are excited and we encourage you to go ahead and subscribe so that when the first official episode drops on January 16th, you all are ready to engage with us. We will let's do this. We'll, let's do this. We'll, we'll see you guys in just a few, uh, a few short weeks and, um, and we'll get this going until then. Great. I get my-